God states very clearly that faith without works is dead. You have people inside the Senate. You have people that are supposed to be on your side. Make the decision to live and die on your turn. You are not wrong. They have us about everything. The border, the elections. I remember America and the American gun owner are the only things standing in the way of the Great Reset. Who's got the teaching aid? We are fighting a war against principalities. We are fighting a war against evil. I pray that we get to look into the eyes of every single child in this country proudly that those children can look back and be proud of us, knowing that yes. we fought for them. Men, I don't talk with empty words. Those teaching aids, those are called balls. Gentlemen, I've given you back your balls. You only got one? Improvise. God's given us a chance to make it right. He's created a remnant for a reason. You are the remnant. I want you to know we're winning. God is with us. And in the end, we know how this ends. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. My name is Apollo, and I will be your host tonight. And we have producer Zach in the background there. What's up, Zach Attack? Hello. Uh, so, hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I know we're going into a weekend, but as always, the news will not stop. Um, we are now, uh, you know, 24 hours after the start of hearings where, once again, the uh, establishment, the powers that be, are lying through their teeth to the American people, and they are lying disgracefully about the events on January 6th and, again, uh, destroying uh, those great patriots who did attend um i want to show you something we we play, we had a watch party for uh the truth about january 6 documentary uh in order to find that you can go to j6truth.org uh, i'm going to put that up on the screen real quick so you can see that if you have not watched this documentary if you haven't watched the episode that we did go there please go watch this this documentary even if you've seen footage if you already know the truth this is important information and it's important that you watch it and be able to articulate what you've seen and share it with other people uh, jake lang had some beautiful beautiful words in that documentary uh, and i think all of you need to hear it uh, so please go do watch that um because it, it's it's required uh required material for all americans frankly they are again lying um and in turn with that uh regarding the January 6th committee they are actually uh, they edited out footage um, relating to Ashley Babbitt and Roseanne Boylan both of whom were killed on January 6th because of actions of the Capitol Police uh, and the violence that they created used against the peaceful protesters who were there and then in fact prevented Americans from saving their lives Roseanne Boylan in particular as she was being trampled to death so this is not I'll give you a disclaimer. This is not a uh, pleasant material, but I'm going to play one minute um, of uh, uh, some leaked video that is that has surfaced re surfaced recently. Uh, so just this is one minute. Please do watch it. Uh, if you have kids, just be aware of what I'm about to play. Shot her. One of the girls in the front, unarmed, and they shot her. 
looks like. She's on the ground. So again, I apologize for the profanities, uh, but that was that was not a censored video. Um, but again, disgraceful. This is the truth that they don't want you to see. And furthermore, the footage of Roseanne Boylan being taken out of there after being trampled to death. And those good Americans who were trying to save her, to pull her out of there, being retaliated on by Capitol Police. Clearly not for the safety of the American people, though everything that they want to do nowadays, they tell us it's for our safety, including robbing us of our right to defend ourselves and more importantly as is the actual uh, purpose of the second amendment to resist a tyrannical government much like we are seeing today um, but we do have a guest today um, as you can tell by the title of the episode and we do have him but i'll give him a minute to get ready uh, we do have dr tau braun on once again uh, we we had him on uh, a while ago he you know some of the news lines you may have seen are is, are the the man who figured it out before Dr. Artis regarding the snake venom. But Dr. Tao is a uh, he's a brilliant man. We had a lot of fun the last time that we had him on, um, and it, he does some very very important work. And he has approached a lot of these issues uh, through a lens that I don't think many of us have the opportunity to and have the ability to, uh, given his experience and his background. Um, so I think he needs another minute to get ready. Um, Oh, he's good? Okay, so without any further ado, I'm going to bring Dr. Tao on, uh, and I'll let him introduce himself. I'll just introduce him, as I butchered it before, as a badass, uh, but welcome to the show, Dr. Tao. Oh, we, uh, we don't have audio for you. Um, you know, I'm still not getting anything. Tell you what, refresh the page that you're on. Uh, well, while... while uh, while Dr. Braun is doing that, I have one more uh, video because I want to touch on a little of this before we, uh, before we get into everything. Before we get in, because I know that once I jump in with with Dr. Tao, it's gonna, it's gonna be a, a you know, game over. Um, oh, it looks like we do have his audio now. Let's try that. Can you hear me now? I I can hear you perfectly. Boom! Boom! Me. Yes, perfect. Nailed it. Oh, so I just did it by mistake. Anyway, I was. Um uh, when, when you said, uh, you know, am I ready? I was, um, I was about to give you the okay sign because I'm a diver <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm like, and I stopped myself. And then as soon as you came on, I ended up doing it anyway. Right. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're, we're, di yeah. we're diving into well, the, into the truth well, or well, something, I guess. Well, I mean, why, why, why don't I throw one of these out as well? So that a bunch of people can say, you know, like I've, I've been reading comments, uh, a lot of comments lately, um, I know, uh, I know uh, Joe Rogan always says, you know, don't read the comments and anybody that's uh, doing shows like yours, um, both in terms of time and then also just the negativity that comes with it. Um, it's, but it's enjoyable sometimes just to see the kind of shit that people post. And, uh, and then also for me, um, it's very important because it's sort of an informal survey of me 
to be able to know what information to go back over, what's confusing people, what resonated with people in terms of um, giving them more on, on certain subjects. Um, in true spirit of coming onto your show, I mean, I, I jumped on and apologize for being a couple minutes late, but what, what is um, always interesting with working with you guys is just, um, I came on, I didn't know exactly what we're gonna be talking about today, and um, there's there's a, 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 just a heart-wrenching video to see. Um, and then I was like, well, we had to do this last time where we sort of had to um, apologize for some of the humor. And now you're making it even worse for me. I mean, you're literally showing people getting killed and then I'm going to come on and I'm going to be smiling and people are going to be like, yeah, he's talking about psychopaths and he's a psychopath and I can be smiling over that. <laughs> and so you always, you always you know, yeah, credential wise, uh, I think it's got easier actually um, uh, over the last, uh, I don't know, whatever it's been, a month and a half after things just really blew up uh, around the snake venom stuff. And then people realized I could basically inform um, on a whole bunch of subjects uh, that would be uh, important to people. Um, and, you know, what, what, what's taken place since then is um, credential-wise, people have actually stopped bothering um, to really ask that many questions around my credentials because they gather very quickly that what I'm talking about is my work that relates to counterterrorism and to uh, the prevention and response to mass killings. And if anybody Googles me, that's the bulk of the things that would come up, the very little that was out there before the pandemic would come up in terms of the, the uh, hundreds of conferences that I um, have worked with and presented and done workshops. And, and so um, I, I, I was very excited to be able to be back with you because I think that we've got a whole range of topics to focus on. Uh, and since we talked last, everything from monkeypox to uh, capital to uh, questions that I have, uh, this is a great way for me to be able to reach out to people and say, you know, these are the questions I have. And if somebody wants to email me answers or, um, you, you know, even for yourself, upon it, be able to share thoughts uh, around this, uh, you know, conversation is part of how we're going to win this and so um it's just really cool to be back with you and and let's let's get stuck into some some heavy heavy stuff so that we can flesh some stuff out absolutely absolutely and uh no and it is is it is great to to have you on again we were supposed to have you on uh memorial day and uh you know so i apologize for that um but i, I want to before we jump into the mass shooting stuff because that is one of the one of the big topics that i want to discuss with you given everything that's going on and given as usual the media's coverage of this and their narrative and now as we've seen after just in one day six plus hours of testimony probably i would say 80 to 90 percent of which if not more was the same grandstanding the same narrative the same ridiculous uh thoughtless rhetoric that uh that does not address the actual issue and is it is not uh is not moving in a direction that's going to keep Americans or our children safe in any way. Uh, but before we before we get into that, I want to play this one uh, video. So, kind of going back to the the snake venom thing. So, real quick, I want to bring up. Um, we had a another uh, interview which we're going to do. So I don't want to break all of this out um, right now. But the DMED database there has there's been an interesting update to it. Uh, so I would like to show that to everybody because this is disgusting. Um, and I'm going to put this on screen and I'm going to put you on screen as well, uh, Dr. Braun, so that you can be pretty on camera with me while we, uh, while we look at this. Um, but they have 
done a ridiculous attempt to hide the truth from the American people. And in doing so, not only do they betray the absolute evil that they have and the, de the detestation with which they uh, think of the American people, but so this is DMED uh, database numbers. This is from January 19th, 2022, and this is the total number of diseases and injuries reported by year ambulatory. This is, uh, keep in mind everyone, this is not the entire public. This is, uh, you know, those serving in the military currently. And uh, here's, the, here's the real kicker. So I'm going to take us off screen so everyone can just see these numbers. Um, but you see here in 2016, 17, 18, 19, and 20, we've got 2 million, 2 million, 2 million, you know, 2.1 million and 1.9 million respectively for total number of uh, diseases, uh, number of injuries. Now that we have 2021, when the vaccine came out, uh, we have 21.5 million cases. And so this was on, the Jan on January 19th. And then the same numbers that came out uh, on January 31st, 12 days later. And now do you see what they've done here? They've now added 20 plus million cases to the previous five years and then claimed that there was a, there was a small decrease in 2021. Uh, tired of feeling like someone's always watching on the internet, maybe advertisers know a little too much about you. IP Vanish is a solution for you. You can use IP Vanish on your, your computer, tablets, phones. You can use it on multiple devices at the same time without sacrificing speed. Um, they're for you, and, and here's the thing, it, it, it blocks advertisers, hackers, um, your ISP, third parties from getting access to information to you, uh, blocks people from getting access to your passwords. All the data is encrypted. And for our listeners, you can get 70% off their yearly plan for listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's like getting nine months for free. It's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button. A disclaimer, if you are using things, True Social, you have to turn off the VPN. If you are using things like uh, vMix, uh, Chevy apps, or things like that. So there are some things that does need a dedicated IP, um, and it recognizes that. So just keep that in mind. So go to ipvanish.com slash daily, use promo code daily, and save your 70% off. Uh, it's unbelievably sickening, and I'm not going to go through it for, for time's sake because I want to dive into some of this stuff with you, but the, the increases in neurological, uh, you know, illnesses, cancer, fertility you, issue, everything. It's unbelievable. If you, if you do me a favor and put back the first slide from January 19th, um, the, the first study. Um, all right. So let's pretend we didn't know what was going on. And let's pretend we don't know that this is vaccine injury and vaccine death. And um, let's have a look at it. And if you, you know, if somebody had uh, sort of gone into a coma and then been woken up and somebody said, okay, um, they asked, okay, well, what, what, tell me about the last few years and looking at 2019. And then you tell them there was a pandemic uh, that was killing people with this awful disease uh, in 2020. So the first question a logical person should ask is where's the bump? Right. I mean, where is the death toll and injury from this horrible disease that, you know, basically um, a narrative was sold that it's deadly even to healthy people. And then, you know, people that used to say, but it's so survivor, you know, you can survive it. And then they used to say, yeah, but it's not just the survival. You know, it's really going to leave people with you know, horrible compromised injuries. And so where's that bump in 2020? It's not there. But more importantly, if you have a look at 2021, um, if somebody didn't know what the what the situation is and you had to say to them, okay, well, we had this massive amount of casualties, injuries and uh, casualties and, and then deaths, um, they would say, well, clearly I'm looking at a war. 
right? I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking at, uh, at the numbers related to death toll and injury in a war, because what else would bring that amount uh, of, of, of mass casualty and death? I mean, just what else would do it? And so this should highlight once again to people that the missing piece from that most people are just not on the same page on um, is that we are in a war. And um, the other aspect of this is, is very interesting because um, uh, in terms of when, when you have war um, during, towards, um, at some point at the threshold uh, reaches in terms of death toll in a war and um, that generally wars were with males. And so you have um, increased fertility uh, driving male births um uh, as a you know as just nature taking care of business and that you have more males dead and in this case once again the, you know you can see by these numbers and we can see by vaccine injury and death that uh, the actual spike protein affects males and i can get into some of that biology there's some really cool biology that i want to go through with you today um but you can see that this is also reflected without even um, mentioning gender you can make the same assumption whether this was a physical war uh, on a, on a ba regular battlefield or whether this is biowarfare with a, a DOD built spike protein, um, you've got to have, you're going to know that the majority of those injuries and deaths are to males and not just because you have more of that subset that would be across the board with any data uh, around vaccine injury and death. This particular spike protein affects males uh, um, you know, more than it does females. And, and the same thing with, with, uh, with COVID. Well, I know, so you can give me your, uh, not to, you know, dive too deep in the weeds on this, but I know there are a lot of particularly, um, like, chemical, uh, you know, we could say toxicities or different things that affect women less. And one theory that I've, I've heard, there's some research for it, is that the women, the women are essentially partly because of their hormones and also, I think, evolutionarily to be able to protect the child. Uh, they, are, they deal much better with a lot of those things, uh, which... Uh, is not not in any way the sole issue, but I think that could explain part of the reason why typically when we see uh, vaccine injuries or you know heavy metal poisoning or certain things like that, that affects uh, men far more as well. Um, so, but just think, thinking through it in terms of uh, you're right in terms of hormones, and let's think this. Uh, I'll just talk from a lay perspective. Um, okay, so when you have trauma in an environment, um, that can be starvation. Um, uh, like this, what's going to start occurring with our um, uh, purposefully made uh, human starvation that's on the way uh, and, and food shortages, um, uh, but also just a threat of um, some change in the environment that puts the, uh, the mother, uh, or the, in this case, the, the mother within a, uh, let's say we're looking at a, a deer, um, the, 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 there's an increase also in spontaneous abortions. And, and so in that data set, um, the gender difference, uh, not, not only uh, because the males in that group cannot give birth, even though I know that that's um, up for debate right now. Um, in a, you know, well, not uh, in some circles. Uh, yeah, no, I mean, it, it, it really is something that, uh, that we've been 
literally being baited into thinking that like we need to waste our time on this discussion. Um, and, you know, it, 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 if, if, if anybody um, woke that person up in my, in my example of, of, of having somebody that was fast asleep and then you woke them up with, and, and told them this is some of the shit that people are discussing and wasting their time on uh, while there's a, a war, they would say, well, whoever created all this distraction is doing a brilliant job because they are literally getting uh, some very smart people to debate the most ridiculous uh, topics while children um, are dying. Uh, uh, we're going to have a huge uptick in active attacker attacks. You've already seen that. There's a season, by the way, uh, uh, for active attacker. They tend to be seasonal. Uh, nobody else. Uh, there's a lot of things within data that I particularly gravitate towards. And then uh, people that aren't in industries or uh, in the sciences that I'm interested in, in exploring. You know, regular people, smart people will love the information and make sense of it. But then you have the sort of geniuses and experts within their different fields. And then what happens with those folks is that they're just not interested. So when it comes to mass shooters, mass attackers, um, the spikes um, are actually very much related to seasonal uh, that you would see in other surplus killing animals. Um, and part of it is um, a weird sort of hibernation drive um, that you've got fall, late fall, the, where this um, hibernating uh, apex predator creature is knowing that there is going to be a shortage of food and that they haven't basically stockpiled enough. Uh, they haven't done enough killing during the uh, summer and fall uh, to survive winter. And so there's this, a frenzy. And then again, that frenzy takes place in spring when, when those animals are waking up. Um, the, if, they ha if they've gone to sleep uh, and hibernating and, they, and, and, and basically had gone in, uh, even with lowering their, their metabolism, when they wake up, they, 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 they really are in survival mode. It is they're desperate to go and get food. And so there's neurological wiring that's um, very primitive and that's wired into the human brain. And these are some of the things that can go wrong. So you can look at active attacks and you can know that there are um, certainly in the Northern Hemisphere and certainly in the States where we are um, really good at active attacks. There's certain mm -hmm. things that the, that the States does better than every other country. And one of them is, um, is mass casualty attacks. It's not a great thing to be proud of. But we certainly, in terms of that method um, and, and, and the way that people in the U.S., um, the, the, high, the high frequency of mass attacks allows us to look at a subset in, in the U.S. And, and have a look that there are um, spikes and that we ultimately should have come through that spike um, uh, in spring. And it should then be minimized and we should be having less attacks. And then the type of shootings that you would have are sort of summer heat your arguments, rage, you know, sure. uh, someone's just pissed off, right? But to be having purposeful, intentional attacks, it, it's, it, it highlights the sort of brewing storm that I knew was on the way, that everything that we'd been doing in terms of isolating human beings, allowing people, you know, to use stimulus checks, uh, you know, just handing them over money that they could then use as part of their plotting and planning, the idea of um, quarantining and, 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 and driving people into more illness, including um, more suicidal thought, which which drives um, often drives mass killing. And so I knew there was going to be a spike, and I knew that it's going to continue. Um, and that's and that's um, that's what's happened. Um, as far as um, the hormonal differences, um, there's some interesting things that you can think about as it relates to SARS-CoV-2 and then whatever else they throw at us. So. Um, 
it is not without an explanation where people say that men do the flu really badly. Um, there, when, when, when men tend to lie around with things like coronaviruses, the biological reason for that um, is that when, when a man muscles through, uh, um, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the show last time, but when, a, when, when, when men muscle through um, uh, illnesses that can cause clotting, um, that, that increased clotting is coming from an adrenaline-based system. And so generally when men get upset about something, including, you know, feeling ill, it, um, they should just basically get angry about it. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's one of those things that you can see, like if, if you have a, a spouse uh, or a girlfriend or um, nagging you about, you know, uh, doing something and then you lose your temper and then finally gets done, you know, you are pushing adrenaline and is helping you getting the task done. And, and any, any hunter knows that any, um, any person knows that, 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 that sort of anger, like, shit, I'm going to, I'm going to have to you know, leave this hunt without anything and the muscle through it. But the counterpoint to that is that if you have anything in your system, a, a toxin that basically can coagulate blood, then muscling through it is the last thing that you're going to be doing. And so you can't go in into an adrenaline-based system. Um, you actually have to um, chill yourself out and, and get through it in a, in a, in a sort of much um, less excitable way. Um, and the, 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 the amazing biology that's built into women in facing a similar disease is that they could not just lay around and do it the nice way. Um, they are built to get help um, and actually preserve life, um, preserve uh, a, a baby that they might be carrying, because what happens is that their system floods with oxytocin. And so they actually will, that will cause a woman to get more emotional. Uh, and then, you know, being emotional allows somebody to say, I need help. Mm -hmm. You know, the, uh, the idea of feeling desperate, right? Um, and, then, and then the other aspect to it is that the biology of oxytocin will start a healing process. Uh, it will kick off a whole range of healing tools that will be also anticoagulants. Um, and more importantly, it will, it will allow this woman to um, uh, create an immune response with muscling through it, but not using an adrenaline-based system. Well, um, you know, I think that's so interesting. That's um, just the, uh, the oxytocin side of it. And I think it's interesting in that data set, in that DMED data set, you see massive increases of clotting and uh, other conditions which would come from clotting. But again, looking at this through the lens of an envenomation, there's also an incredible increase in uh, non-traumatic hemorrhages, which is really is really interesting. And I, I don't know, I don't have the the data. I haven't dove into it that much, but um, it'd be interesting to see if those types of hemorrhages occurred more in women, and then if the clotting factors occurred more in men, which is what I suspect. Um, yep. I, I got a particular question from a few people, actually, um, and I want to just give you a minute or two to, to remind everyone of that, because some of our viewers haven't, uh, you know, you know, aren't familiar with you, uh, and I had several uh, after the first show as well. So I want to put this up real quick, and then I want to dive into more of some of the shooter uh, you know, material. But this was your uh, letter to the FBI, and again, this is June 2021 um so if you could just you know kind of in, inform the listeners briefly how it is that you came to this conclusion so early on when everyone else uh you know was looking for other things well if i uh if i if i unpack it with the most uh sort of um honest way i mean it's also going to sound make me sound uh you know um, 
I don't know if I want to use the word freakishly smart um, because I connected the dots way before when that. That's uh, like toxic masculinity right there. I'm just saying you're being very (laughs) toxic right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my, my <laughs> I, 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 something I don't know if I got to uh, tell you in between the the last time that I saw you and now is that I actually got kicked out of the uh, major venom and toxin conference that I was previously part of their scientific advisory committee, and they just booted me. Um, <laughs> and, it was the beard. It was the beard. Yeah, well, I'll tell you, it was the beard. But then there was two questions, and for anybody that uh, that's a biologist out there, or uh, you know, or uh, you know, somebody like myself who who uh, likes to understand sort of obscure science, um, the hot, really, really heinous questions um, that I asked uh, that got me booted out of the uh, world's biggest uh, venom, peptide, uh, and toxin, and they even have a bioterrorism and um, human-made pandemic section, uh, which which I think is the reason that they originally invited me anyway. Um, but then I think they thought, okay, well, this guy's not going to be on our side of things. He's going to expose our whole, um, basically, uh, unregulated uh, uh, industry that are playing with some of the most uh, dangerous chemicals now on the planet without anybody looking over their shoulder and you don't need any sophisticated lab for it. And they've been watching me with my big mouth. And even that wasn't really scaring them um, because um, I think part, I'll give away a, a little bit of my, uh, my my secret to success of, of helping people to leave me alone. Um, uh, one of which is that worse this beard gets the more people leave you <laughs> they leave you alone right and especially at airports like if you if you you, you assume you know that the tsa is going to give you the, the person that looks batshit crazy and potentially a terrorist a hard time but that person does not want paperwork and so basically, <laughs> i gotta learn arabic you're telling me i gotta learn arabic yeah. Yeah, well, you just mutter some stuff that even sounds like Arabic under your breath, um, and then basically you look like like you should be a terrorist. Like, um, and I I got to the point when um, this beard was like way down here once, and um, and I was living in Montana at the time, and I remember you know I had a couple of flights all over the place, and I remember just being absolutely ushered through security everywhere because <laughs> when you arrive, they rather just har- harass the old lady and her three grandchildren because there's no paperwork. Right, um, but if they stop me and it is something, they're not going home that night, right? So <laughs> one, of the, one, one of the tricks in terms of also the scientific community is um, is that generally I surprise people because um, I don't have the background that should allow me some of the knowledge that I have, and so they dismiss it. And we saw this with the venom stuff. Like what was very disturbing around around the information around toxin and, and, and venoms that everybody should have known the whole way through the pandemic is that it got deleted from both sides. I mean, literally the right side of history and all of the great doctors that are doing immense work and that, you know, uh, have these massive million people followings, you know, they just deleted it as fast as, you know, Fauci and, and his crew, um, which is terrifying because it leaves people in this really awkward place of who do you trust? Because if these people were your heroes last week, I mean, Peter McCullough totally deleted me from his COVID-19 working group when I revealed that letter to the the research that I'd done on Venom. And then I had a whole bunch of on, on, on these COVID-19 working group start asking me questions around um, what coagulants they should use and dose uh, that they were treating patients. And they're not asking him. And he's the most published cardiologist uh, and 
you know, the, the, the link between uh, the heart and kidney doctor in the world and, and should know more about what's happening with blood and blood clotting um, than a guy who's in counterterrorism asking questions about Agristat, you know, which is a venom-based um, anticoagulant. And so it, it, it was shocking that around that same time of sending that letter, um, uh, to go back to the question about the letter, um, I came to the conclusion in the venom pretty early because what I was um, understanding in, in seeing the sort of clinical profile of this disease is that at first I thought we were dealing with inhalation anthrax um, and it matches uh, perfectly the, the initial, the initial um, you know, sort of clinical presentation of inhalation anthrax, which is very different from somebody opening up like an envelope of anthrax and, and having a, a con- contamination of anthrax. And so well, that, when- real quick, just that and... I want to really quickly read one of our sponsors in our last sponsor, which is Axos Bank. Um, you know that, so I'm excited about that. Found a bank, Axos Bank, that's open. It opened on Independence Day 2000. Um, they're not a crumbling brick and mortar. They're a fully digital bank built on the bedrock of American traditions. Take a look at the reward checking account where you can earn their highest interest rate, and that's a big one. Listeners can get a $150 bonus if you open by July 31st. Big rewards from a bank that believes in the freedom to do business without compromising our values. Um, go to axosbank.com slash daily, daily for details, for full details. That's axosbank.com slash daily. And for that cash bonus, you only need a $1,500 direct deposit within the first three months of opening your reward checking account. Axos Bank is federally insured, member FDIC, and they're for us, all of us. Axosbank.com slash daily. Go check them out. Yeah. Uh, and I don't want to go too long on this because there's a lot I still want to talk about, but that I think is a is an interesting point. I think we mentioned it last time we had you on because all these videos that were coming out of China uh, talking about COVID and these people were just like dropping the street. And it, it didn't look to me like, like a virus. That looked like they were gassing people. Yeah, like, I mean, it was... It was absolutely acting as a nerve gas, and more importantly for me, I thought what I was spotting, and, and, and uh, you know, when you've got state-level clients, like, you, you can't give them, you know, stuff that you're like, well, maybe, and, you know, these people are looking for some really good intel, and they want to see, even if it's a working theory, um, they, want you, they want to see you go through it, and so when I looked at those videos out of Wuhan, um, and then I did as much as I could in my own due diligence to check whether this was bullshit, you know, whether this was just, you know, literally made in a studio somewhere. And when it started coming out that it was uh, pretty verif- verifiable that this is what was going on, then I thought what I was looking at uh, for anybody that wants to get into sort of some of the history of bioterrorism, I thought what I was looking at is, is are substances that are called um, VX, VX nerve agents, venomous based nerve agents. And um, that's how it, it was presenting. And I thought, well, you know, first of all, they're telling people that there's this really horrible virus that's out there. And, you know, I'm almost 50 years old. And I thought to myself, I've been on the planet for half a century. I've just never seen anyone fall over in the street from, a vi- from, from having flu or a virus. Like, it just that's not how viruses work. You get sick, you throw up, you shit yourself, you vomit, whatever it is. <laughs> You're having a rough time, but you don't just fall over. And then more importantly, the type of falling is really interesting. And it's actually less obvious to see in the Wuhan videos. But um, and you, you know, feel free to pull some of them up that, that are part of like the videos that were out there in terms of like, remember, there was the uh, I think she was the Danish uh, or the Swedish uh, uh, health minister uh, that has, was presenting on them canceling one of the vaccines. And she falls over in the conference. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Now, if you have a look at the, this, um, the, the, the human body is magnificently designed to correct problems with resets. And part of what it will do is it will use fainting, um, syncope, um, to reset uh, blood pressure issues because it will take you to ground. I mean, it is, it is literally like diving at the hips uh, um, and then basically pulling someone down like you would in jiu-jitsu. It's going to work from the hips downwards. It's going to buckle the knees and it's trying to do an implosion. Um, because otherwise, if you fell, it fell like people fall from the spike protein or from uh, those videos in Wuhan or from some of the conferences, what you're seeing is somebody fall rigid like a tree. And that causes some serious head trauma. I mean, you're literally falling on your head at that point rather than buckling and falling down slowly, uh, uh, you know, using your own force of gravity as best as possible. Um, you know, the type of. Uh, so I have this. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this real quickly just so people can see what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, so let me put this up here. And I mean, she does just completely collapse. Um, yeah. Let me see if I can play and the game of that. Play it again and have a look at that. There's uh, Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Thanks to control. Sorry, give me a, give me one second. I got to reset that. Yeah. Um. Okay, so here's the full video. Hvor vi har brug for vaccinerne og hvor valget. Now, now I'll throw some speculation in because they didn't want the information released. Uh, uh, the family uh, fought very hard to not get the information. Ready. But I'll speculate that that's the type of fall that uh, the comedian uh, and actor Bob Saget. Um, you know, the type, his autopsy uh, showed some significant blood head, uh, uh, blood force trauma to the head, uh, falling on a carpet area or tiles. Um, unless you're falling like that, you're, you're, you're not going, it's not going to present like you got hit like with a piece of wood. Like it's, it's, it, those kind of injuries um, are from uh, when you're, when you literally, uh, your nerve, your nervous system is being attacked and you go from on to off. I had, a, I had a colleague die um, because that's what happened to him post-vaccine right at the beginning. And that's when I alerted some um, state-level um, public safety folks uh, and I started making phone calls. And I was like, you do realize we're going to have an, an, a huge increase of, uh, of, heli- uh, of airplanes and helicopters falling from the sky, right? I, and, and I know a lot of people are tracking the, um, the uh, uh, small plane accidents. Um, mm. But what my, people might not be tracking is um, a, a huge uptick in helicopter medivac um, first responder uh, accidents where they are uh, boosted up. Some of them are on their fourth booster. They did the rollout really early. And, uh, you know, hospitals are losing amazing flight doctors and, uh, um, and, and, and pilots um, because the helicopters are falling out from the sky because you don't have the opportunity for any uh, level of correction because you're going from on to off. Um, so and, I want to play, and, actually, I want to, because we're on this topic, because um, I want to get off this topic because I want to talk about the mass shootings, uh, but we have, uh, we, I think we have a, a mutual level of uh, ADHD. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play this short video. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, uh, this is Justin Bieber, actually, one of, our, one of the stars that they want us to follow uh, who's had an interesting history, but... Um, this is Justin Bieber now, um, so I'm going to play this, just the beginning of this hey video. Hey everyone, um, Justin here. Uh, 
I wanted to update you guys on what's been going on. Um, obviously, as you can probably see from my face, um, I have uh, this syndrome called uh, um, Ramsey Hunt syndrome. And, and so basically his entire face half of it is now paralyzed and him and, and his did uh he, his girlfriend also did he say that he's got mike mike hunt um syndrome yeah mike yeah ramsey Ram, ramsey ramsey hunt syndrome this is serious stuff it's very serious um i i uh I, I think that uh, I have a hard time hating on Bieber for anything, um, only because I, I used to probably just be in a category where I couldn't give a shit, and I knew that he annoyed people, and I knew that he was just a kid back in the day, and people gave him a hard time. But then something happened that made me really like him. Um, I, uh, somebody that I know pretty uh, closely um, uh, was his doctor for something, and uh, <laughs> in the middle of a, a doctor's appointment, he literally, with a completely serious face, Ask the doctor, can you do something about my other problem? Um, and the doctor said, well, what's your other problem? And he said, isn't it obvious the size of my penis? <laughs> and I was like, I absolutely love this guy. Like, like he just like his entire persona just changed at that moment where I was like, now I get a little about what he's about. And this was the uh, this was the really music Justin Bieber really walked into. Hold on, I just want to play. This is uh, probably, I'm assuming, this is how Justin Bieber walked into the office. <laughs> and then he said that. But, yeah, but... If you go back, you don't have to show the video again, but what's interesting, if you, um, if you pull up uh, 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 Pitosis uh, with a silent P, um, uh, you'll see the drooping eye. Um, that's a, a, a feature of envenomations, Pitosis. So, so we have sponsors that have been with us for a long time. This one has definitely been here a long time. This is Air Medcare Network. Today's podcast, again, sponsored by Air Medcare Network. If you live in a rural area that's hard to reach by road, if you travel a lot, if you even drive a lot, even if you don't drive a lot, this is good fire insurance. If you like to hike or spend time outdoors, you want to make sure your family's protected in a medical emergency if you ever need to be air medically transported with air medicare network you're covered for as little as 85 dollars a year your whole household will be covered in case you ever need to be air medically transported uh, simply visit airmedcarenetwork.com daily and use promo code daily and you'll receive up to a 50 dollars visa gift card when you sign up today now they also have an amazon card but we don't do business with amazon here on this show so please do not sign up for this and get the 50 dollars amazon gift card uh, because that is feeding the beast and we don't feed the beast so get that $50 um, gift card and sign up. You can go up to, I think the five-year membership is like 300 bucks or something. But uh, so it's even less. So it's $85 a year for your whole family. And then as you go up, it, it, it actually reduces. So airmedcarenetwork.com slash daily and use promo code daily. So I'm going to pull that up real quick. Um, while I am doing this, um, I just want to point out the reason I brought that up is because um, as we're on this topic um, the the Biebs was at the Met Gala his girlfriend also has a major she had a ma massive stroke I believe yeah. and they were yeah. both at the Met Gala last year and they were both required to get a vaccine and I mean now with all this data now now I think we're starting we're finally starting to see like these 
you know, these dominoes fall on a mass scale, and especially with a lot of these, these celebrities, Bob Saget, uh, what happened to him, some of these other things. I, I think that's most likely uh, why we're seeing so many of these things. Um, but I'll share yeah, so everyone. This is ptosis. Drooping, a droopy eyelid, and if you if you pull up uh, any images of it um, or um, anything that relates, uh, we can, people can go and look that it relates to envenomations. Ptosis is um, is a neurological feature, and you will see that uh, in things like some of the organophosphate poisoning, some of the nerve agents, and envenomations. Um, that you know, that's the first thing that caught my attention in terms of he didn't even have to say what he's going through. Um, that would be a sign that I would be looking for. Um, we've got a really, as usual, we've got a really weird show, and it's good that your audience is um, just as ADD as us. Um, <laughs> uh, because I'll, I'll add something that I didn't get. Just I have not got uh, another opportunity um, uh, where where this style of interview allows me to say some of the the stuff that I. Um, that I sort of sit on information that's either too weird, too uncomfortable, um, or, you know, involves uh, some level of, of perversion or profanity. Um, and so what is a totally not spoken about aspect of COVID um, is erections that don't subside, um, which are extremely dangerous medically. And that was also another, another giveaway for me. I was um, helping the the weirdest situation uh, in terms of a case uh, that I'm helping on is a mother reached out to me from Australia where um, her son had gone on a field trip. And, uh, and on this field trip, um, the group landed up getting really sick in China and uh, they were hospitalized and um, everyone was fine after a couple of days except her son. He was 14 at the time and um, he... Basically, if you look through his medical records, and I've got videos, um, he really had COVID in July of 2019. And one of the features that I was able to spot uh, that helped me to know what I was dealing with and also helped me to uh, not only know that it was a COVID profile, um, but also um, a marker of envenomation is in his record, it said that he had uh, this issue um, um, prior um, uh, Prism. and yeah and and basically the um the uh nurses were doing all that they could and it's extremely dangerous um because it leads to it leads to gangrene i mean those are micro capillaries and um and it's part of uh, uh snake bites it's a it's a it's a it's a rare feature of snake bites so and that is also there are um case reports of people that uh get COVID and that happens to them so another giveaway for all of these uh i like to call them medical morons right that dismiss the story um and there's a little bit of an update before we move on to the shooting around the venom a couple of really um interesting things one of which is that um i started backtracking and thinking that i was using the word venom um in a not, not as close as i'd like to be biologically and then i corrected myself again in that um strictly speaking a toxin uh, 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 that is molecularly uh, a venom is not called a venom until it's until it's injected into the body by a snake bite, scorpion, uh, sting, vaccine. I mean, it is. It, it goes from being a toxin, um, and then and then basically that toxin we define like a bungaro alpha bungaro toxin. We define it as a venom when the when the creature. Uh, whether it's a conus, tonotop, uh, conus snail uh, or a cobra, uh, it really only gets called the venom once it's inside the, 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 the prey. However, I want to def defy that biological definition and say that that's not true because um, 
cobra, a spitting cobra, uh, uh, does a form of an envenomation um, where the biting uh, is the follow-up to an attack where an aerosolized particle uh, of venom flies through the air and makes contact with soft tissue like the eyes and skin. And the envenomation starts from that point. It doesn't, doesn't have to bite anything. I mean, the, the, what, what Bieber's uh, um, uh, wife, uh, what happened with her in terms of a stroke, a feature of an envenomation is that the creature, the predator causes a mini stroke in the prey to freeze it into place. And that can happen without um, uh, the toxin being injected. It just needs to make skin contact. So I, I'm actually correct in that before you know, the, of the spike protein, it doesn't need to be injected as a vaccine to meet the criteria as a venom. Um, it, it, needs, it just needs to be available in its raw form uh, in a water bubble traveling through the air um, and, it, and it meets the criteria as a venom. So that's, that's, a, that's, that's a little update. But the bigger update um, that should get people's attention is um, since we spoke last, uh, and I don't know how much of this we went into, but I, at the moment in terms of the pandemic, um, what we're seeing uh, is the equivalent of the very first stages of, let's say, if you want to compare it and segue into a mass casualty attack, you know, this is a, a person arriving at a building and shooting the security guard. And, and, you know, that's not the mass attack. So the death toll we're seeing and uh, the DOD uh, graph that you just showed and um, um, even COVID itself uh, for whoever actually died of COVID, the small percentage of people that got lost in the bigger paperwork of COVID deaths, um, all of that is not actually the pandemic. And that's not what those are in those are Those are consequential deaths from how I now believe that the that the first part of the of this planned attack is occurring, um, the work that I was doing on 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 um, th those toxins um, slash venoms and how they relate to the body, and we talked about nicotine and the nicotinic receptors. Um, I, w I then suddenly made this jump of going back uh, into my notes and starting to look at a section of bioweapons and, uh, uh, and technology that I really hadn't looked at for years, which is um, a field of, of science that relates to incapacitators. So in other words, riot control um, is an incapacitator. A taser is an incapacitator. You've got less lethal um, forms uh, of equipment, and that includes chemicals, right? So, in other no, words, o like o spray or something like jacket. that. Yeah, right, exactly, right. Those are incapacitators, but there's a whole range of incapacitators that um, are forms of nerve gases, and that basically what 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 I'm now uh, um, assuming is that the um, the bulk of the reason that the vaccines were used is a compliance tool that has left the vaccinated completely checked out um, in the same way as that's why people like to smoke cigarettes and that's why they like to use nicotine and that's why they like to chew tobacco because it takes the edge off stuff. I want to, I want to, so this goes into two trains of thought that I wanted, I wanted to talk about you with. This was actually how part of how I was going to segue into the shooting from what we were just speaking about. Number one, yes, nicotine. So I'm going to, I'm going to kind of just introduce everyone to both of these lines of thought. Number one, what you just said about nicotine, yeah. Like, you know, even people who, or majority of people, I know some people, there is a small percentage who are affected differently when you hit those nicotinic receptors, but most people, it relaxes them. It's not really a stimulant. It actually, it actually relaxes people. And you see people, if they're going to 
uh, they're getting mad with their wife, or they're stressed out at work. I mean, I know many in my life, they, they go out, they have a cigarette break, they come in, they're cool. Uh, but it, it's interesting to me now that we're having all these, these mass shootings. Of course, they want to blame the guns because they're, you know, psychotic leftists. But it doesn't make sense now, uh, not assuming that every one of these, uh, that every one of these shooters was, was vaccinated or had contact with this. But it doesn't make sense that we have this mass of violence now that everyone is supposedly inoculated with with something that would that would affect them that way number two and then i'll let you choose which path you want to take um with the you know speaking about uh speaking about you know referencing january 6th and all that um i think the crisis in humanity which is what i see this as when you speak about pacifying people and making them compliant we have now seen in the last two years we've seen children forcibly masks uh, masked. We've seen people forced out of jobs, forced to choose between feeding their family, keeping their business open, or following these ridiculous guidelines, or getting a you know a, an injection of something that they don't want to want to receive, or they don't want to uh, you know don't know what it is in the first place. Um, but now we've also seen all these food shortages. Gas prices are are astronomically high and, and going to become astronomically higher. We have baby formula sh- uh, shortages. People can't even feed their children anymore. Uh, so you have like health-wise, all the kids dropping dead on the soccer field, and uh, you know, uh, with all this myocarditis issue, the, our military being forced to do this, and now having this DMED data, and you have all these crises that, uh, it, January 6th being one of them, the treatment that they have seen, uh, like deprivation, complete abuse, torture, all for nothing. Now we know it's nothing. Anyone who's, who's paying attention, and still not one time have people like gone into the streets. We ha- it's like the the American people has this this weird shroud over them, and and that's that's kind of what I wonder, uh, you know, is, if if that's what's causing it, because that's, that's what it, it seems like is it, they're it, pacified. Where's their humanity? Right. So so that that's why it would have the word uh, incapacitator. Um, it has taken away their capacity, um, and it's it, more importantly um, when you when 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 the nicotine studies. Uh, of just, you know, whether it's uh, vaping, smoking, chewing tobacco, those are going to be short bursts of nicotine getting into the receptors. And even um, they they tend to stay um, in in the system. They can stay for, you know, a week, eight days, and they'll cycle out of the system. Nicotine is not, the half-life is is really long. And so um, there's a difference here, though, is that what you can see by the antibodies attacking the spike protein and the dropper is that you've got something that's staying in the body for about three or four months um, and, and, and working its way out of the system. And so their boosters are really um, uh, boosting their compliance, right? I mean, people would be angrier uh, if they weren't being forced, uh, if they weren't forced to take that third shot or the fourth shot or the fifth shot. And so the de- what, what, if anyone wants to look this up, what, what this is technically called is down-regulation of the nicotinic receptor. And that has a profound impact on um, on the immune system. So another aspect that I just, I mean, it's laughable to me and it's very embarrassing for medical doctors and scientists that not only was I the person that highlighted the great science that um, that people around the world had found this venom and then, and then double-checked it and then understood what they were trying to say in terms of it fitting on the nicotinic receptor and then they got no uh, notice for it. Not only is, is, is a guy like me who's not even a published, uh, I'm not an academic and I'm 
I'm bringing this to the world. But the other embarrassing thing is that the most important reason that people would have to understand uh, the uh, spike protein's involvement with the nicotinic receptor um, is to understand its involvement with, one, the nervous system, uh, which explains things like, you know, Bieber's face falling off his, uh, of, uh, you know, uh, his ptosis and and the other um, um, issues he's having. And by the way, if, if Biebs is listening to me, um, I'm happy to help him and I'm happy to point him in the right direction because I'm doing that for people all the time anyway. And so I might as well have a celebrity, you know, donate one of their mansions to me for all of this great work that I'm doing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'll take one of his Miami houses. It's no problem. Um, and, and You'll be king, you know, Dr. So Tao. Right, it'd be an honor, and, and that is my preferred pronoun, by the way. Um, King oh. <laughs> of, of the week. Of the week. <laughs> so, week. Okay, okay, um, okay. And the second part is that's really embarrassing to you know even people in our camp that dismiss this whole thing and that look at it is um, so the nicotinic receptor is not just the electricity for the for the nervous system as it relates to. Um, you know, all kinds of sensory and, uh, and balance and, and baroreceptors, but it is also um, the one of the most primary um, um, sort of thermostats taking a reading of the body as it relates to the immune system. The nicotinic receptors called alpha-7 is the reason for the cytokine storm. Like, and so I, once again, am unpacking this science that is rudimentary, like there's nothing complicated about this. Um, and so, you know, you, where are these people? Why are they getting paid? Um, you know, and I'm not even talking about necessarily the, the, the evil, you know, shit, shit doers out there. I'm talking about even people on our side. Like, where, where is everybody that being willing to do some decent research, critical thinking? It doesn't need to be published. It just needs to help people. And, and so um, I will absolutely just, because we're running out of time, I'll segue briefly because we've got three minutes to go um and i'll say this is what's disturbing me um and, and and some answers okay so in my opinion um january 6 um the sole purpose of january 6 um was to uh create immense amount of um uh consequent fear of consequences of anybody that was uh, a patriot law enforcement military ems because ultimately i'd seen that movement grow whether you were talking about threepers uh, you know uh, uh, you know oath keepers i mean these were very very well organized very powerful movements and there was nothing extreme that was happening right the labels of extremists and and, and looking at people and even calling it an invasion um uh, completely for anybody who actually knows anything about these groups it's the furthest thing from them in fact they had been involved in things like um you know crowd control at uh at, at major rallies they were involved in um um uh, that awful tragedy um i've gone blank on on, on what town that is it might have been charleston uh with the with the ramming of the was it uh, Charger. Uh, uh, remember the, um, the, the guy, the guy who, ran, who ran through a crowd and then they yeah. claimed it was white yeah. supremacy? Right. So the, those, those aspects, um, uh, you know, a lot, there, there would have been a lot more tragedies around the country with all of the, the sort of um, division between people. But our patriots had actually been doing a decent job of allowing both sides to have their freedoms because law enforcement was told to stand uh, out. 
Uh, law enforcement was that's right. Law enforcement was was told to stand down, and so you had this group of people that were actually holding up constitutional rights, uh, hence their their various names. And so what you see is a purposeful baiting uh, by the FBI. Um, to bring these people to uh, a point uh, where then, um, uh, you know, it, they could be poked along and instigated and then there would be this event and then they'd blow up this event to, to uh, proportions and tell people how horrible this was and, and, and scare the you know, people about these, um, about these people that are going to be these patriots that they should be terrified of. And in part, uh, the combination of that and then also getting into their nicotinic receptors by forcing them to take a nerve agent um, in a vaccine um, as a as a compliance tool, they are really nowhere to be found. I mean, it is profoundly disturbing to me, and I'm hoping that you have enough of an audience of law enforcement or EMS um, and military. Like, even if they just reach out to me personally, even if these are just behind the scenes phone calls, where is everybody? I mean, it is getting tiring, um, sort of trying to lead this from the front and trying to work out some of the legal stuff of can people just go down to their local sheriff's uh, uh, department and, and or police uh, department and go and, and start saying, I think people are getting murdered with these vaccines. Please investigate. I mean, what where is law enforcement as guiding? Uh, uh, you know, if this was a serial killer, it would be the equivalent of all of these Netflix documentaries where you, you know, hear the people go, well, we didn't know it was connected. We had five bodies and they were at five different lakes. They all happened to be a girl named Abigail with brown hair and they all happened to be look the same, but it took us a while to figure out that we had an Abigail murderer. I mean, it's the same as this. Like, I mean, the fact that people are just not seeing people dying and from their families uh, and the fact that they're not willing to step up means that the compliance tools, um, including things like January 6th, have worked. And I want to say... That we are, we, that there's enough people in a community uh, where they know that they can wake themselves up out of it. I mean, these, you know, these are these are. I mean, we we're dealing with some people that have seen real battle, uh, had maybe a, a couple of things blown off their bodies, and they still dragged themselves and got home. So I want to encourage them. Go take a cold shower, all right, and then email me or someone else and go. You know, we've really got to figure some shit out. Like we're getting to the point where this is over. Um, and it, and and we really need people to to start waking up, not you know from the other side. They never they're not going to see this, but we need we need people to wake up to the reality of how bad this has got. We did a bad job of not getting into the uh, shooting. I don't know if you have five more minutes. Um, I do, I do. Uh, if you have a few more minutes, I'd, I'd love to keep going. And uh, before we do, I just want to put your websites up where people can find you. Um, I know they they uh, can get a hold of you through. Your website, but then also you've got uh, Biochem Science, so they have some uh, you have some some pretty cool products there where people can actually help protect themselves from some of this uh, envenomation. Um, and on that point, what you were just talking about of where are the men, where are the officers, where are the people who should be doing this job? And again, like this crisis of humanity. So uh, Joe uh, read this book called The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrate and told me about it. I read it. Um, so this is the book for those of you who haven't. Uh, heard us talk about it the last few days. It's by Matthew Truella. And I'm going to say right now, this is required reading for every man in this country. Every single one of you needs to read this. And uh, we have a plan based on some of the principles articulated in this book, uh, very much along the lines of what you're, what you're speaking about right now. So I'm going to talk to you about that after we get off because 
it yeah, is time awesome. for us to to take yeah. stuff and and actually you know get off the bench. We don't, we don't have any more time. Cool. Uh, a cool thing for uh, for me around this is that I've um, uh, like a lot of people that are trying to work this problem. Um, you know, those that can see it and those that have come up with some solutions that can that can help this. Um, it's because you have real world experience, and one of the things that's guiding me through this entire um, experience is that I lived this. I lived this in apartheid. I got to see what worked to bring down apartheid and what didn't work. Um, and violence is actually not an answer. I mean, a lot of people think that South Africa's apartheid was brought down uh, through, uh, you know, massive riots. And then, uh, you know, there were bombings that, that, that were horrific. None of that brought down apartheid. What actually brought down apartheid was on, when people got uncomfortable, when, when they couldn't play rugby. Um, as, 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 as ridiculous as that sounds, um, the idea that you were really good at a sport and you had no one to play with was good enough for uh, for people in South Africa to go. You know what? Uh, we we're not even getting to play in the World Cup anymore. Uh, we're missing out on World Cups because of sanctions. Like, why don't we just drop this whole segregation thing? Like, and and human beings, we overcomplicate things because we give way too much credit. Uh, most people are not idealistic. Most people have a very low standard. Um, of what they find acceptable in the world. And so what really motivates most people is when they get uncomfortable, right? I mean, it's like there's a laziness yeah, and, and we all like this, like, oh, I'm feeling kind of warm, but do I actually get off the sofa and go and change the thermostat or not? I, can, I think I can bear it until it becomes unbearable, right? Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the same with everything, right? So the, some, some of the things that are going to be um, sort of provoking discomfort will work. All right, so some very important things that I want to say around uh, Uvalde and any other shootings that are going to come after that one and anything that's Do you mind if I ask you one question on it before, before you do? Please do. All right, Patriots, that's it for part one with Dr. Tal Braun. Part two, we get into a lot more mass shooting psychology and what's actually happening in this country. So check that out in part two. God bless you all.